Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. This is episode 43, The Deterioration of the Family Dinner, Part 2. In episode 42, I discussed the deterioration of the family dinner in relation to families, parenting, and specifically children or other family members having technology at the table. In this particular episode, which you're going to find to be a shocking story, but a true one, I hope you can learn from it and consider this with your own situations, how you can handle these situations in public and with your own family. I have a lot of family members in New England and I was visiting family up in Vermont. And I just have to start by saying Vermont is a, is a really special place. I think one of the things that makes Vermont so unique is unlike a lot of other areas in the Northeast, it is so laid back. Things are just so much slower in Vermont and people just enjoy the beautiful environment and appreciate the area for what it is. Vermont is also known for its lack of commercialization. You're not going to find tons of high-profile fast food chains there or the super centers which have taken over most of our country and our world for that matter. No, Vermont is a place that has a lot of the mom-and-pop stores. Vermont is a throwback and Vermont has some great food. To this day, I don't think I've ever eaten at any restaurant in Vermont where the food has been short of spectacular. And this was also the case during the time that I was there. So we decided to head out for dinner the first night that I was there to a place I'd never been to. And it did not disappoint. But I think there could be a case to be made that the entire meal could have and should have been destroyed with this story. The restaurant was laid out in such a way where the center of the restaurant had a quasi-buffet-style area with some incredible cheeses, 
and crackers, fruits, vegetables, small salad bar, breads. And I was in the center of the restaurant. And I say the center because the seating areas were in uh, quadrants. And it wasn't because an area was for smoking or anything like that. The quadrants just were what they were. And each quadrant had about, oh, at most, maybe six tables. Probably five, five, six tables. So when we arrived, we were seated immediately into a quadrant where there was an elderly couple, couple probably in their 60s, and there was a family of five. Now, if I could guesstimate the ages of the people in the family, the parents appeared to be in their 50s, maybe late 40s. The children, there were two boys, and I would say they were about 21 and 19, 20 and, six, and uh, 18. And then there was a teenage girl, and I'm going to say she was about 15 or 16. We sit down after we had placed our order with the waitress. We just were catching up on some things, haven't seen them in a while, and couldn't help but overhear the mother of this family of five talking to someone on the phone. Couldn't figure out who it was. But the conversation was such that the person was on speakerphone. So not only are we hearing this woman speak, but we're hearing the person the person on the other end. And it's very audible. We quickly figure out within about a minute that she's on the phone with Apple. And this conversation had something to do with an iPhone. Within three minutes of the time that we had sat down and we got our first course brought to us, we knew everything about what was going on. It was the girl's birthday. And she had gotten an, a new iPhone. And they had an old iPhone where they were trying to transfer the information. Over the course of a 75-minute meal for us, we listened to the entire conversation. You didn't have a choice because the speakerphone was on and the woman was so loud. At, after a while, because they had been so, they, she was so rude, 
I had to really look over and take a good look at the rest of her family because I was curious to see how they were reacting to this. And this is what I saw. The two boys were sitting at the table oblivious to everything. And you can probably figure out why. They too were on their phones, ignoring everything that was going on. And I don't know if they would have even been, have been talking if the mother wasn't on the phone anyway. Because they were so engrossed in whatever they were doing. The father did not have any technology in front of him at all. Sat completely mute for the full meal. And he just ate. Didn't talk to anyone. No acknowledgement. Here was what was fascinating. The girl did not seem upset about the iPhone situation. The girl did not seem interested in the iPhone situation. Because as we found out, it was her birthday, this was her birthday dinner, and this family of five had zero interaction the entire time. As a matter of fact, they even brought a cake out to her. And even when the cake came out, the conversation with Apple never stopped. The mother never excused herself from, from the table and was on the phone arguing with them. And I think this comment summed it up. You are ruining my daughter's birthday. You are ruining my daughter's birthday. Let's examine what's really going on here. First of all, you have two other children at the table who from everything that I could see, probably don't socialize when they're at the table anyway. I'm not saying they're bad kids. I'm just saying that they probably don't. Just from a body language point of view, it just seemed like they were so engrossed in what they were doing that this seemed like for the two boys, this was something that they always did. It seems like in this situation, the mother was absolutely the dominant force in the family, and the father just stepped aside at all times. I mean, th this wasn't a five or ten minute conversation. This was 75 minutes that she was on the phone, and her husband said nothing. And what was sad was he seemed... He had a defeated type of look on his face. Like, this is her again type of look. We have a mother who is completely 
and totally oblivious, has no clue, no comprehension of all of the damage that she's causing for her own selfish needs. This is not about her daughter. This is not about her daughter's birthday. This is not about a family dinner. No, this is about poor parenting. This is about being a poor citizen. This is someone who does not have any concept on how to behave as a human being. I sat there with my fam, my own family, and we just, we didn't know what to say. There were, at times, each of the three of us wanted to get up and say something, but the thing that we resigned ourselves to was there was probably nothing that we were going to be able to say in this situation that's going to change the person who's causing this issue. With the type of way that she spoke on the phone, how disrespectful she was to the people at Apple, how disrespectful she was being to her own family, how disrespectful she was being to all of the people in the restaurant sitting around her, including this other poor couple in this room. We knew that there was probably not going to be anything that we could say. Because the reality of the situation is, if someone has gone this far in life and still behaves this way, it's really tough to change them. You know the irony of this? The person who seemed to be the best behaved and got it was her daughter. The daughter seemed horrified that her mother was making this production. At one point during this long conversation, I remember seeing her kind of nudge her mom as if to say, don't worry about it, we can deal with this later, it's not a big deal. And I know she said something to her mom and I couldn't hear what it was, but I remember her mom even saying to her daughter, no, this is your birthday, we gotta get this taken care of. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need to get this taken care of. How many days a year does your child have a birthday? At some point, we do reach the age where birthdays don't become much more than a number. But from my past experiences, almost every person I've ever met in my life, under the age of 18, their birthday is a very, very big deal. A very, very big deal. And for children, the attention should be on them for the day. It's their day. No matter what their behavior had been like, before, afterward, it's their day. How dare this mother take that thunder away from her daughter? The irony of ironies is when we finished our meal,
and we were about to leave, so did they. And the mother got off the phone with Apple, didn't apologize to them, didn't apologize to anyone else in the room. And the second that the family left the room, the five of us, my family members and I, as well as a small co- the 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 uh, elderly couple, started clapping and cheering. It, it ruined everything. It was such a terrible thing to see, and it was so unexpected in Vermont. And it goes to show that this type of behavior really is everywhere. We hear that that phrase, oh, we never thought it would happen in our town. Well, it does happen in your town. It's probably always been going on in your town. Whatever that thing is that is not that you didn't know is going on in your town. It's probably always been there and you just didn't realize it. People are so rude, people are so insensitive, people are selfish. If you are a parent and you've ever found yourself in that type of situation, just take a moment and reverse the roles. Think about what your husband, your sons, your daughter, the restaurant waitstaff, the restaurant manager, the patrons in the restaurant. Put yourself for a moment in their shoes and go through the motions of what it was like for them to have to endure that for 75 minutes. Hopefully this is a lesson that you can take with you and build a stronger relationship, not just within your family, but within society.